Welcome to the Wellness Marketer Podcast, a show dedicated to helping wellness professionals grow their business with easy and effective digital marketing strategies. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I'm a nutritional scientist, entrepreneur, and digital marketing professional. And bringing business and science together is kind of my jam. Tune in for interviews with the industry's best, inspirational stories, and everything marketing. Thanks for joining me today. And this is the Wellness Marketer Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Wellness Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and I help health pros and small business owners market themselves online so they can make more money healing the world and doing what they love. If you are new around here, Instagram is my vice of choice. It's my absolute favorite platform to market yourself, build a community, and turn your followers into lifelong clients if that's something that you are looking to do. If you're not already following me on Instagram, find me at The Wellness Marketer and tag me in a screenshot of this episode so I know that you are listening to the podcast. So I am so excited to bring you this episode because making sales is honestly one of my favorite things to do in my business. And I know So many people feel the exact opposite. So I wanted to share some of my tips to not only feel really good while you're making sales, but to also just genuinely make the sale because there are things that work and there are things that don't work. Um, And so I wanna talk a little bit about those things today. But before we do dive into that, I wanna firstly paint the picture, um, or sorry, I guess, paint the difference between sales and marketing. Because when we are using Instagram to post content, get our message out there, what we're actually doing is marketing. The definition of marketing is literally just how we share our business message, how we get our business out into the world so that people know about us and what we do. And It's also um, the activity to generate interest in your business. So we are turning cold traffic. We are turning people who have never heard about you before um, and we're making them interested in what you do. However, sales is the part of this process where you take someone who's interested in your product or service known as a lead or a prospect and you basically offer them one of your products, get them to purchase and deliver the product. That is sales. Marketing is getting your business out there, getting people to become interested in what you have to offer, what you have to say. And then sales is taking that interested person and actually selling them on something, something that you have, whatever you're selling. Very, very key difference. So when we talk about how do we sell anything on Instagram stories, I want us to be clear that when we are looking to sell on stories, we are wearing our sales hat. When we are looking to post content to build our brand awareness and you know get people to follow us or just engage with us and see things from our point of view, that is when we are wearing our marketing hat and that's when we are marketing on Instagram. So you are in the right place today. If you are new to running an Instagram for business and you wanna build an audience of people who can't wait to work with you, this episode is also for you. If 
every time you show up on Instagram to talk about your business, literally no one DMs you or books in with you and it leaves you feeling super defeated. And this episode is also for you if you're just straight up confused and overwhelmed by what to do online that will help get you more results in your business. So if any of those things are you, I want you to know it's totally okay. I feel you. I know how frustrating that it can be, um, you know, to be in that position because I've been there, but that's also why I'm so excited to bring you today's episode because there is another way. Um, and you really, really can make consistent sales on Instagram stories with a small audience when you're showing up in the right ways and delivering to your audience what they really want to hear, which is what we're going to dive into in this episode. So I was just reflecting on this episode and planning, and I realized that I have I am bringing probably over 500 attempts to the table when it comes to identifying what works and what doesn't work. Just to give you a little bit of background, that's like literally 500 plus days of showing up on stories for my business and selling my products or services. And there was definitely a lot of times where absolutely nothing happened and nothing worked, but I learned so much from those moments. And that's genuinely how I figured out what does work by trying all the things that don't. So I'm going to condense it as much as I can for you so that you can feel so much more confident showing up on stories and also just get better results. So without further ado, I'm going to chat with you guys about my framework. You guys know, I love frameworks. And as I was planning this episode, um, I realized that all of the tips that I wanted to share with you started with a P. So we have the four P's uh, as a framework for how to sell anything on Instagram stories. And I am going to dive right into them. P number one, how to sell anything on Instagram stories is your product versus your offer. Now, this is something that not a lot of people are talking about. And I think that product and offer are often used interchangeably and maybe maybe you have an idea as to what offer means to you. Maybe you don't. However, I want to paint two new definitions for you guys because this is going to help you sell whatever you're selling on stories. So one of the first things that we want to identify, you know, when we want to sell something on Instagram stories is what is the thing that we are selling and making sure that that product or offer is aligned with what your ideal clients and what your audience actually wants and needs, not just what you want to sell. And that is a very necessary first step. But getting into the definition of a product versus an offer, the product is like your packaged good or service. This is like an ebook or a course or a coaching program. It's whatever that they're buying to basically work with you, to get mentored by you. But an offer, on the other hand, can be, it can be a bundle of products, like more than one thing, um, but it could also just be one product plus support or any bonuses and any kind of incentive to take action now. So this is very important. An offer is not only your product, but the bundle of products, support, 
and any incentive to take action now. That is your offer. I want you to think of the quote. They made me an offer I couldn't refuse, right? That is a very popular line. Um, And when we think about what that means, it doesn't say they had a product I really fucking needed. It's they made me an offer I couldn't refuse, which means that it's the way that your offer, it's the way that your product is presented, that is your offer. Your offer is going to make sure that they get the results that they want. Your product is just the teaching mechanism. So for example, let's take Holistic Marketing Academy. Holistic Marketing Academy is my product. It's a program. It's a 12-week self-paced marketing program. However, the offer, when I go to sell it on Instagram stories, I'm letting them know that in when you sign up for Holistic Marketing Academy, when you buy Holistic Marketing Academy, you also get access to a Facebook group where you get to ask all of your questions and make sure that you're doing it right. You also get um, access to, let's say, one-on-one support with me if you buy the VIP option to make sure, again, that you are going to get the results that you want. It also comes with three limited time bonuses to make your life easier and make executing easier. So I think, for example, one of my bonuses is a 30-day Instagram calendar, 28 days of Instagram story prompts, right? These are all things that they are getting when they do purchase the product um, that's going to help them get the results that they're after, which is marketing themselves so that they can book consistent clients every single month and eventually fill their online practice as well as the incentive. So for example, when you buy Holistic Marketing Academy today, you're not only going to get the program, access to me, all of these bonuses to make sure that you can execute this in the least amount of time, And, you know, the cherry on top is that if you take action in the next 48 hours, you are going to save $500 or, you know, it's only open for enrollment for the next 72 hours. And, you know, therefore you have to, this is your chance to get in and get all of these juicy things at this either special price or at this special time. So the product centers the business. It's what the product does versus the offer centers the buyer and making sure that you are setting them up to get the results that they truly want, to feel super supported, and to ultimately just provide some incentive for them to take action right now. Because most of you guys are showing up on stories and just pitching your products, talking about your product, but and then wondering why it doesn't gain traction. And it's like, dude, people need a reason to buy now. So that's where the incentive comes in. But they also just want to feel like they are getting more than they bargained for. Like this is part of human psychology of sales. Like we want more, like especially when it comes down to saving money, like Right, like think about like the two the two for one deals. Or sorry, not the two for one deals, but like you know when you go to the grocery store and it's like two for six dollars or one for three fifty, and you really only need one, but you buy two because they've made you an offer. They said if you buy, I know you only need one, but if you buy two today, you are gonna save a dollar. 
<laughs> right? Like that's literally the offer and you take them up on it. But why would you, and maybe you wouldn't have even bought one of those things if it weren't for the sale. And that's the difference of the product versus the offer. So I hope that, um, that painted a very clear picture for you guys. And I want you to start thinking about if you do have a product, how you can start to, um, position that as an offer or how you can even come up with an offer. Um, to sell your product uh, with more ease and watch how that shifts your entire sales strategy. So tip number two is passion. To sell on Instagram stories, to sell anything, you need to have a level of passion, a level of enthusiasm when talking about your product, your program, your business, because people, that energy transfers. We talk about energy a lot here, but really just showing up and being excited when people can hear that in your voice, they can see it in your eyes. Like it also, it, it bleeds onto them, right? That's why, you know, energy is contagious. Like when you're around people who feel like shit, you feel like shit. And even though they are seeing you through a screen, it still transfers. And so when you can show up and be excited and, um, just having clearly having fun, like visible fun on the camera, your audience is going to pick up on that and they are going to want more of that. And that is going to help you build demand for your product by being excited about your product. Think about whenever you're trying to get someone to do anything that they don't want to do, what are you going to do? You're going to hype up that thing. You are going to pretend like it is so freaking awesome. And hopefully that gets them on board. So you're basically doing the same thing when you show up and um, sell on Instagram stories. So this is also perfect for anyone who has like fears surrounding being salesy or turning people off. Um, because when you show up with a level of passion and just genuine excitement for your offer, then it takes all of that yucky stuff away, you know? So I want you to think about when was the last time that you got excited about a product that wasn't yours or a movie or a show um, and you just like loved it, you totally loved it and you gushed to your best friend or your partner or your family and you were just like, oh my gosh, I saw this movie and it was so freaking good. You have to see it, blah, 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 right? Like you're going on and on about how amazing this movie was. What you're doing is selling that movie. You're selling that movie to someone else using the passion, genuine passion and energy of in the energy of enjoyment, um, you know, that you had when you experienced that thing. And so if you are worried about feeling salesy, if you are like, oh my gosh, I can't do this. You are selling all the time. And like I said, Think about when was the last time you got excited about someone else's product or a movie or a show and gushed about it and really like just sit with that for a minute. Think about how it felt. Think about the words that you used. And I want you to reflect on why you feel so comfortable gushing about someone else's product um, and not your own and why you feel like it's so terrible to sell your own product or that people won't like you if you sell your own product, but you're so willing to go up to people and, you know, yeah, share a new movie, a new show or a new product that you know and love just, you know, it happens to not be yours. 
Okay, so tip number three for how to sell anything on Instagram stories is persistence. So you have to be okay with showing up, putting your offer out there and having no one reply the first time, the second time, or even the third time that you post about something, especially if it's a new offer. People need time to warm up to you. They need time to warm up to whatever you're offering. They need time to build the know, like, and trust factor with you. And they need to know that they can trust you before even taking that next step, right? And depending on what area that you work in, if you work with like vulnerable populations, then sometimes taking that first step can be extra hard. So just wanting to keep that in mind. But on average in marketing, we need seven to 12 touch points to make a decision about a product or service. So that means someone would have to hear about your product or service seven to 12 times before taking that next step or like deciding if they were interested in taking that next step. And that is a lot of touch points considering that not everyone on social media is even going to see your posts. You know that your reach, your posts, your stories and in-feed posts are not reaching 100% of your followers. So then why do you assume that whenever you sell something that when you know you show up to make an invitation, um, you're like, oh, no one showed up. The world is over. No one wants my product or service. I'm just going to crawl in a hole and this is never going to work for me. How many times have they like actually seen that? Like it's a very good possibility that, you know, the first one, two or three times you talk about something, sometimes even your hottest leads online can miss that just based on timing or if they were on a social media detox, like these and with people spending less time on social media, I'm calling it now for 2021. This is going to be a huge trend. People are spending less time on social media, which means that you have to be a little bit more repetitive and or communicate with them in a different place, which is why I love email marketing because you are basically have a little bit more control over who is receiving your message. But that is a, you know, a tangent for another day. So to summarize, we need seven to 12 touch points before we ever make a decision about something. So keep showing up way past one, two, three, four, five times, you know, that you're asking for the sale. If people don't reply, I need you to keep showing up with that level of persistence and the same level of passion that you showed up with, you know, the first time that you spoke about it because refusing to back down is also a surefire way to get what you want. Um, this is also like sell or be sold Grant Cardone. Um, but like the idea that people, you are either selling someone on something or they're selling you. Okay. Every interaction in life is a sale and you are going to sell them on their pro on your program or your offer, or they are going to sell you on no or their excuses as to why they can't, why it's not the right time, why they can't afford it, blah, blah, blah. So keep showing up with the same passion, the same persistence and people who are persistent close more sales. So keep doing it. Okay. And last tip for you guys, the fourth P, the fourth P for selling anything on Instagram stories is proof, proof. The proof is in the proof people. So as we shift from marketing a product to marketing an offer, 
offers are about getting people results, right? I spoke about that earlier in this episode. So the best way to sell on stories is by posting proof that your offer, not your product, helps people get said results. They also want proof that people work with you and love it. And that you're also, that you're even working with people in general, right? People do what other people do. We are, what is even the word to describe that? I don't know, but like it's monkey see, monkey do, literally. That's why we love to follow trends um, because we genuinely want to do what other people are doing. So by showcasing that people are working with you, people are taking you up um, on your offer, you are signaling to other people that says, hey, other people who are serious about getting this result have invested with me, have chosen to work with me, and are getting not only the results that they were looking for, but you know all these other things that they didn't know would happen. Um, this builds your no like and trust factor. You know, going back up to persistence and why we need to show up. We also need to show up over and over and over again to build up trust with people. A lot of people talk about this. Um, yeah, no like and trust, no like and trust, but let's think of it like stranger danger. Okay. I am all about the real, real world analogies these days or metaphors, but stranger danger. Like if someone walked up to you in the street and was like, yeah, you know, do you want to come over to my house? Obviously like they might actually be a really nice person, (laughs) but right? You probably don't want to go over to their house. You don't trust them. You don't know them. But if you were walking down the street and you ran into someone that you met on Instagram, let's say, okay, you happen to be following each other on Instagram, but you've never met in person, but you follow each other on stories. You have been, you know, voice noting back and forth. You would consider yourself internet friends at this point. Um, and you run into them in the street and then they are like, oh my gosh, it's so nice to finally meet you. Would you like to come over to my house for a coffee? Um, you know, you'd probably be way more likely to say yes to that person because you trust them and their intentions. So if you wouldn't, you know, go to someone's house for a cup of coffee without meeting them, why would you give them a significant amount of money to change your life without knowing them and meeting them, right? So that's kind of the, that's the metaphor there that I wanted to leave you guys with. And that is also what um, proof is doing. By using proof and by being persistent, you are building that know, like, and trust factor. And that's just gonna help you with like sales in general in your business. But posting proof in your stories, this is where I was coming back to how to sell anything on stories. You want to make sure you're sharing the proof on stories. So um, this is also, this can be called a humble brag. And this is something that I learned from my first business coach, Alyssa Coleman. She's the best. And she taught me about a humble brag. And that's basically when you brag about something that's going awesome in your business, whether you've like, you know, just signed clients or you're fully booked or your client had an amazing win. And you basically like, yeah, share about it and celebrate it publicly. And what that does is it also signals to other people, like I said, that people are working with you, people are loving it, and that you're running and operating a legit business. So 
Those are the four P's, guys, how to sell anything on Instagram stories. Number one is a product versus offer. You want to be focusing on selling that offer. Number two is passion. Are you passionate about this? And showing up with a level of passion that you would if you were selling your favorite movie. Number three is persistence. Show up and keep asking for the sale. Keep making offers on your Instagram stories, even when no one is replying. Oh, because I forgot to mention this, but one more thing before we move on in our summary is that just because someone doesn't reply or doesn't take action right then and there doesn't mean that your stories weren't effective because what can happen, think about how many times you've scrolled on Instagram and like you're listening to someone's stories and you're like, oh my gosh, this sounds so great. I would love to work with them. But you know, like right now is just like not the right time, but this sounds amazing. And you keep going on your merry way. I do that all the time. I don't know about you. And what I realized is that, you know, after getting so beat up over, you know, people not taking action when it comes down to my stories or my posts, I realized, and it honestly took a few people, a few leads who basically didn't purchase from me. And I was like, okay, everything sucks. You know, I thought these people were going to work with me. And then, you know, they didn't end up taking me up on my offers. Every time I'm showing up on stories, they're watching my stories. I'm like, bro, I've been nurturing the heck out of you. Why aren't you buying my stuff? Um, and then six months later, they end up becoming a client, right? And what that means is that just because someone doesn't take action now, it doesn't mean that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing or that you, that you didn't, you know, do something well. Because so many times just showing up being that touch point, like, right? Like you don't know just because no one took action. Maybe that person was at touch point number three, four, five, six, right? And that was you adding that touch point, you know, and just stacking up those blocks for them so that the next, next week when you do show up, they do take action because you showed up and sold the shit out of it today on stories. So keep that in perspective. Um, and just hold that belief that like you're also planting the seeds, right? Like marketing is a process. Sales is a process. The customer journey is a journey. It's a process. And so don't let the lack of immediate results hold you back from, you know, keeping on on this journey because it really is a, a long game. And every time that you show up and sell on stories, you're planting a seed for a sale to happen um, later on. So, so, so effortlessly. Um, so trust the process guys, because this stuff truly does work. And then the last tip number four was proof. So try to post as much proof as you can, especially when you are talking about um, your offer, when you are selling it. That's a great time for you to sh throw up a couple of screenshots of happy clients, of testimonials or results that your clients have um, received. Just a disclaimer, I ab it's an absolute necessity to ask for consent before sharing, um, you know, especially, especially if you're a coach and you know, your client is sharing something that they think is confidential. It doesn't matter if you crop out their, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their own opinions on this, but for myself, I just think it's 
business and money can be sensitive. And so for me, when my clients share any wins about working with me or in their business, regardless if I'm going to make it anonymous, I like to ask them explicitly permission if I can share it. And then it still usually is shared anonymously. However, I just think it's icky. It's happened to me a couple times, <laughs> not with Alyssa Goldman. <laughs> Um, where I have like said something to like people that I've been working with and like I just thought it was in confidence and it was shared and even though it was anonymous, it's just like, mm, like, I don't know. I just think you should ask permission for those things. So make sure that you do before sharing your client's words, especially if it's something that they might assume is being shared in private. So those are my four, the four P's for how to sell anything on Instagram stories. And I want to talk about um, a P that wasn't included that maybe uh, you are getting tripped up on. And I want to acknowledge that price was not one of the four P's. And that is because price is always relative. This is something that you know, bogs a lot of people down or when their marketing isn't working and they're not making sales, especially if they are getting price objections, a lot of people assume that it must be their price. And you know, if, if they drop their price, that making the sale will be easier. And it's like just genuinely so not true. And in my opinion, it's actually easier to make higher ticket sales because you're genuinely offering a bigger transformation or a better result with your client for your client. Um, generally when you are making higher ticket sales. So I want you to, I just wanted to leave you with that tidbit. Price is always relative. Is $500 expensive? Well, you know, am I buying a Maserati or am I buying a hair tie? Because obviously one is expensive and the other is not. So don't get too lost in the sauce when it comes to pricing and sales. And if you're not getting the results that you want, I would love to encourage you, be persistent, be persistent, be persistent. And if you have not checked it out, then check out the last podcast episode where I chatted about marketing mindset, AKA the real reason why your marketing isn't working. Um, because if your mind isn't right, then none of these things are going to work for you. <laughs> that was so that was so dramatic, but I mean, it's kind of true where we talked about, you know, your belief systems. And if you don't believe that you're capable of making sales or you don't believe that you're worthy of achieving the level of success that you want in your business, you will sabotage all of your sales, um, whether or not you use the four P framework on Instagram stories or not. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Please leave a review and share this on social media if you found it helpful, because that is how you can get this podcast into the ears of new listeners. And I'd be so appreciative. See you next week. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Your support truly means the world to me. If you liked today's episode, subscribe, send it to a friend, or share it on social media. While you're there, you can find me at The Wellness Marketer on Instagram, Facebook, and Pinterest. Although Instagram is my vice of choice. I'm your host, Katie Costa, and thanks again for supporting the TWM podcast. Until next time.